All right, Bitcoin accumulation country, it's that time of the week again. I'm your host, Coin Icarus, and this is the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. We're in season three. This is episode 35. Thank you, everyone, for joining. I hope you guys are having a great week. I just want to start off by, you know, giving a quick shout out to a brand new sponsor, uh, Crypto Cloaks, who does all kinds of 3D printing, uh, Bitcoin coasters, lightning keychains, and of course, the infamous custom lightning shells. So don't forget to go and check out CryptoCloaks.com. They are our brand new Fun with Bitcoin podcast sponsor, and I'm super to ha- I'm super happy to uh, you know to have them on as a sponsor. So we are going to be doing some cool stuff. We're eventually going to be doing some giveaways, uh, and it's not going to involve you know the BS retweeting and all that because that's just annoying. Okay, like we're actually looking to you know give something back to the listeners. Anyways, this week we are going to be talking to Mr. Sawala, and for the people who don't know who that is. Um, he is a fellow Bitcoiner, and on Twitter, you may recognize him as the red buckethead that kind of looks like Marshmallow, but instead, he's got a, a Bitcoin logo. Anyways, super cool dude, really fascinating story, and I'm super happy that uh, you know we got, uh, we got together and got to sit down and have this little chat. So, we will kick that off very shortly, but first, we are going to talk about dollar cost averaging and Swan Bitcoin. For anybody who is interested in dollar cost averaging and who wants to be purchasing Bitcoin but doesn't want to be spending their time constantly watching the charts and listening to traders that they really have no idea whether these people are credible or not, and you kind of just want to put this in kind of in a passive sleep mode where you're simply just accumulating and hodling, being able to transfer that Bitcoin out to your own private address. So if you're interested in doing that and that falls... In, in your wheelhouse, then you are looking for Swan Bitcoin. With Swan Bitcoin, the three main takeaways are we've, we can do automatic withdrawal from a bank account, automatic purchases of BTC. You can time them based on your uh, when you receive your check. You know, you can do it, uh, you know, let's say once um, you can do it once a month um, or you can do it per pay period as well. Um, there's lots of options for you to be able to customize how you purchase. And you could automatically withdraw to your uh, your chosen address. So if you're interested in a Bitcoin only platform um, that is doing the uh, the great work of helping onboard people, then you definitely want to check out Swan Bitcoin. I'm gonna have the uh, the link to their website in the show notes. All right, here is my discussion with Mr. Buckethead Sawala. All right, everybody, thank you very much for joining me on the Fun with Bitcoin podcast. I'm your host, Coin Icarus, or Phil, and joining me is fellow Bitcoiner and plebe, Sawala. Sawala, it is very cool to have you on my podcast, man. Um, we've chatted a lot back and forth. I always find your posts absolutely amusing. Um, you're, you're actually one of my favorite people on uh, Bitcoin Twitter. I love the bucket head because I am a huge Marshmallow fan. Um, so, dude, it is really cool to have you on my podcast. Thank you. G'day. How you going? Very good. And drop in the Australian g'day just to make sure that everyone notices. That's right. That's right. You're from across the pond. Yep. Yep. And it's morning here. It's 10, uh, 10 a.m. So. Oh, my gosh. Nice Thank you so much, by the way. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know that we had some fun with the scheduling. So this was very oh, cool. It was hot. It was hot. 
I have. <laughs> so, uh, man, we are going to get right into it. Um, I definitely want to know your uh, your rabbit hole story, you know, like, but uh, we can always start off with before, you know, like, how did you get here now? Let's do it. Well, I've thought many times about what how the story was going to come out, but I think the first time I've ever heard about Bitcoin was a mate told me you could probably buy games on Steam. Um, but I didn't know much about anything at that stage. I wasn't really playing that many Steam games. Um, but I first really discovered it um, when someone sent me a screenshot of it for 3000 bucks, And that's Australian. So it must have been 2000 American. So it was already pretty high. I was like, how could a coin be this high when, you know, you've got like dollars of like, you know, you know, about $1.50 or something like that. And you've got yen for 100 euro. But... This thing's like $3,000. Um, so it kind of blew my mind. Um, and I went and tried to sign up on Coinbase and I got instantly rejected. I think because I'm Australian, <laughs> which sort of surprised me. Um, so I let, I let it go. That was back in May 2017. And um, I thought, no, I'm going to try this again. I mean, I, I went to America for a bit and then it came back and said, okay, it's, it's time now. And so I made my first purchase in um, uh, November 2017 and I managed to get onto good old Conbase um, and I figured out it was because of my passport. So that was when I first bought. I needed my passport to oh. be able to um, to be able to get engaged. I, the previous ID was always getting rejected. So the KYC, the KYC got you. Yeah, KYC blocked me out. <laughs> That's rough, man. So yeah, I could have bought for three thousand bucks, but yeah, well, I, I still did in the end. But I could have bought it originally for three thousand bucks. Oh my gosh! So when you said you were um, uh, you were talking about games on Steam, what what year was that about? Do you remember? The I reckon this must have been. It must have been two thousand fifteen, maybe. Oh wow! I don't know. I don't really know. It's it's only a, it's a it's only a faint memory. Isn't it weird? Because time time kind of changes, right? When you get into Bitcoin. Yeah, well, at that time, I just thought um, I just thought it was another avenue of PayPal or something like that. I thought that you might have had like PayPal and Venmo and Bitcoin. They were just another brand. It was just another Apple, Google, um, Yahoo type thing. So I didn't actually think it was completely devoid of that. So, so let me ask you this because like, okay, so you heard about it through games, but do you have any, I mean, uh, in terms of like your philosophy or anything like that, are you you know, like libertarian or like, is it like, did any of the, un, you know, government censorship resistant properties, like, did that mean no, anything I, to you? Were you like, I kind of came into that very green. I, I had no idea about all that sort of stuff. I was a little bit, li I, I'm a little bit libertarian because I do like people to do whatever they want in general. But, but no, that really didn't draw me in. It was, I kind of came into it from a technology perspective, I guess, because I've, like, I've sort of just tried to look at technology all the time and I'm always interested in what's, what's coming out in the future. And so when I heard about Bitcoin and the way that it is actually, um, you know, lots of futuristic elements, that was what drew me in and, and got me to yeah, really get deep into it. Um, and this sort of like those tangents to some degree, there was something else that kind of kept me in the place. Um, because I, I've had a lot of drama with, um, with, uh, companies like Western union in the past. Mm. 
So I used to I used to transmit money here and there to um, to people, and and you had to go down, you had to write out full forms and, and stuff like that. You'd lose 20, 30 bucks um, in transfer and then exchanges yeah, and stuff. And so when when I came to this and I started to realize I can just have an asset and I could send it for like you know less than a dollar across the internet and it arrives overnight because Western Union had to go down at you know, between nine and five and go make make a payment when when office hours were open. But this you can send at midnight and it just made perfect sense. This this was going to completely destroy so many markets. Absolutely. And uh, I, I also, uh, I've used Western Union in the past and it is absolutely annoying. It's annoying. Yes. I mean, I'm sorry, like, I, I get it, right? That's pretty much all we had available to us, but it's annoying. Yes. It's expensive. Um, yes. I mean, to tell you the truth, Western Union was a godsend when, 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 when I wanted to send it via bank to bank. Because when I wanted to send bank to bank, the fees were even higher and the exchange rates were even worse. Um, so when 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 I got told about Western Union and then like those um, e-money sort of uh, exchanges, I thought, okay, well, there's a significant reduction. You get it there in 15 minutes, which is better than three days. But when this came in, yeah, it just blows that away. Oh, absolutely. So um, you said that uh, you know you ended up purchasing Bitcoin in 2017. So yes. So and and you were on Coinbase. So I'm guessing, did you uh, did you fall down the shitcoin rabbit hole? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. We all end up down there. Yeah, because I mean, I was on. I was obviously on Coinbase. I bought my. I stacked my first um, coin on Coinbase. I just. Uh, I was at. I was at a dinner, and I and I got the email saying you've 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 uh, been cleared, and I immediately like dumped hundreds of dollars in straight away. <laughs> and after about two three weeks, um, I was watching Antonopoulos on the uh, Rogan show. And he was talking about pull, pulling it out into a wallet. And so I went to pull it out in a wallet and it cost me like 22 odd bucks. To like what? To pull out all the shit coins? To, 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 no, no, no to, oh. no. to pull my Bitcoin out of oh. Coinbase. Because Coinbase still had what? Like uh, legacy addresses. And yes. they were just letting the fees go rampant. They didn't care. Um, no batching or anything like that. So, so yeah, the fees at Coinbase were massive. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, see, and a lot of people pretended that those were on-chain fees, but really those yeah. were exchange fees. So Bitcoin fees did yeah. get high, but exchanges yeah. had a lot to do with it and the fact that they didn't yeah, keep up yeah. with the tech. There's no doubt from wallet to wallet wouldn't have been a problem, but it was the exchange, they they want to appease the, um, they want to appease the customer by getting it there as fast as possible. And so they will spend as much as possible to get it there and make them feel comfortable. Oh, That's kind of what it is, I guess. Yeah, probably that, and the fact that they, uh, you know, they get to rake in fees by the, the, you know, because you get to, you leave your money on there longer. And I could tell yeah. you that when I leave, if I leave, which I don't anymore, I haven't left any kind of Bitcoin on any exchange in many years. Um, but when I did leave money on the exchange, it, it would all disappear into shit coins. Because yep. that's the only thing there is there. It's the shitcoin casino, you know. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, we had um, I had an exchange in Australia which um, which got its banking cut off, and so I had just that was my, was my first Australian exchange, and I wanted to go and get money into it, 
um, because I saw obviously all the pop, all the alts were popping off. It was like November, December, so everything was popping off at that stage. And yeah, sending out of um, yeah sending out of Coinbase was pretty hefty. So yeah, naturally I I converted to whatever's cheapest to convert and send it straight there. And yeah, I mean obviously the fees were far lower for the for the shit coins, um, but there you go. So that that's kind of what scoops you in is the fact that you know you get hit a couple of times by um, by the run. And yeah, you, and you see you see all the shit coins pop up, and of course, yeah, you you, you get you get you get messy. The, the the portfolio just gets absolutely out of control. That's right. And then before you yeah. know it, you're down ninety eight percent. You know, so yeah, and you're chasing you're chasing your losses. That's right. So fuck Coinbase. <laughs> <laughs> but um, okay, so like, dude, I I love the uh, why why the buckethead. I mean, you know, you're you're an, you're you're an anon on Twitter. We just know you as the the red Bitcoin buckethead, and you just make marshmallow Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, um, well, back in back in 2018, my um, my Twitter account actually pretty much had my face on it. And when I thought, okay, well, I want to get I want to get more involved in the space, I decided to I decided to change my um, my face to a so like that Japanese um, symbol of like this, uh, I, I think they call it shoot, which is basically a smiling, a smiling um, sort of like expression on the keyboard. And after a while, I thought, okay, I don't think anyone's really noticing me because I'm just this little tiny like like Japanese symbol, and it doesn't make much sense. And I was like really into marshmallow, obviously, and. <laughs> I thought, okay, well, this is a really, really good way for me to be able to get out from behind the um, behind the actual just just the image of a, of, a, of a of a symbol. And so I went and created the bucket um, design, painted it, um, tried to put a big B in the eyes, and um, I, and I mean, you know, uh, I got a bit of inspiration from. Uh, sorry, I got a really bad memory. Um, <laughs> what's what's his name? It was, it was, Who's that? Who's that guy who draws um, heaps of uh, sketches for everyone again? Um, Bitco. Yeah, Bitco. Yeah, yeah. Bitco. I bought stickers from him as well. Um, yeah, now he, his uh, his design sort of semi inspired my um, my bucket face as well as marshmallow. So that got me out um, from behind the the shadows and out so I could actually walk around and yeah do stupid things and dance and stuff. So. <laughs> so hold on before we continue on this shout out to Bitco because he makes a lot of avatars uh, for us yeah. anons and he's super cool and he puts up with our, our demands. Um, so shout out to him, but um, yeah, he's really good. He's really good. And did he do your, um, your recent Darth Vader image too or not? Yeah. And he's, and he's going to do my remake because eventually I'm going to have to use something other than Darth Vader. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> but well, uh, the, other, the other thing is too do you okay so i'll ask a question to, to you oh for sure do you feel do you feel somewhat trapped behind the avatar and, and just wish you could kind of go out there and have a bucket on your head and do something stupid sometimes yeah sometimes yeah but like it, it's like i i don't know i i kind of like i kind of like the avatar because then you know people just really judge you on what you put out there and, yeah. you know, just even like your bucket head, I mean, people just judge you by like what you put out there. 
Um, but, you know, like I see some of these people and I'm so I feel bad saying it because, you know, I'm sure maybe they're not really douchebags in real life or maybe they are. But, you know, like you okay. get those typical pictures of the people holding the chin, you know, like, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, like the businessman look, you know, like with the, you know, like he's holding the chin, like oh, he's got something smart yeah, that he's thinking of. like those that that looks so douchebaggy. So yeah, I, I, it was a I think there was a few images came out with like Tone Bays and Trace May where they all just had a black background and they would just square onto the camera. Yeah, they all had that as well. But um, so I mean, yeah. Oh no, sorry. Continue. No, no, no. I was I was just going to say that um that yeah. I mean, I see there was so many times when when I just had the had the image where I thought you know I really want to go and do something really crazy and. And like, so I had to get, I had to get something to, yeah, give me a bit of a not anonymous status, and not put the bucket on. So, um, but okay. you might feel it too. So I got, I, I, well, I mean, for Twitter, I do feel it, but it'd be super awesome to be a non out there in real life. Um, yep. But uh, what I wanted to ask you about the buckethead. Okay, so you made this all yourself. Yes. Very cool. So if you don't mind me asking about the materials, because of course I've looked this up on Amazon and I know they have a marshmallow one, uh, which is pretty cool. I've read the reviews and I've thought of getting it, but like, is it worth making your own? Is it easy enough? Yeah. Yeah, this was easy. Um, yeah, I, I obviously first looked at some of those YouTube videos where they make it themselves. Yeah. Um, and I mean, this is all Bunnings. <laughs> if, 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 most Americans don't know what Bunnings probably is. Bunnings is the biggest hardware um, here. And okay. Like, they sell sausages out here up until this stupid virus, but yeah. Um, now it's basically just a like a, I think a twenty-five liter bucket. Um, I got a I got a worker's helmet inside there, and you, oh, I yeah. just cut, that, cut the lid off the hat so that I could have a flat surface inside. Um, the it's just a. Um, the the actual felt uh, the sorry the um, the visor is basically just a um, what is that I, I went to like, like I went mesh? to one of the office places I went to one of the office places and went and got um, a whole lot of uh, sort of uh, clear plastic sort of liner that you can put files into and I just cut it up and then uh, glued it in there. And so everything is glued. Um, everything you would have seen about a month or two ago. Um, everything just collapsed because my my son got angry at me and threw it on the ground and everything smashed. Um, but now I've got <laughs> yeah. Now I've went and got um, like some mm -hmm. you know some of those most extreme glues. Like there's physically like about um, about five mil of bulging glue just all just bulging all over the helmet on the inside. So. Dude, yeah. you, you rock, man. I, I love it. I, I think it's so awesome. I, I love that you customize it for Bitcoin. It's I, I think it's cool as hell. So, so Yeah, but there are days when I think, should I have made the eyes straight or should I have just kept it angular? And I've kept it angular because I wanted to make sure you could actually see the B. Yeah. If, if it was just right up sideways, it would have looked like that. Um, you know those those Satoshi glasses where they um where they wear sunglasses? Just... It looks it looks dorky square. So yeah. I, I'm angular. No, I think you got it totally right. Yep. I, I think the angle totally makes it even look that much cooler. Yes. It's like good. good. Yeah, absolutely. I good. I love stuff like that. I you're man, you're motivating me to maybe make my own. So we'll, <laughs> well see. I don't I don't recommend walking around at night. No, I'm sure not. Especially not I, to, um, especially not now. 
I posted a video just a few nights ago, um, but you wouldn't have seen it on this account. Uh, I posted a video a few nights ago where I wore my black helmet and I was walking in the dark and there was bushes ahead and I couldn't see a thing. <sighs> I don't recommend it. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> I, I hope you're okay. <laughs> oh, I was fine. Okay, I was fine. God. I was fine. But no one saw the video. My other account's all quiet. <laughs> So you have a super secret non-Sawala video? Well, yeah, I mean, I, so, look, I don't, I don't really care about making a secret anymore, to tell you the truth, because um, it was it was an original idea which um, which I, I guess I guess didn't really get much traction. People seem to like drama, and they seem to like you know they like like seeing sex, and they like seeing people say Bitcoin's going to go to five billion dollars. Uh, but they don't like yeah. things which are kind of like interest, like kind of more technical. And so I went and created an account where I just wanted to talk strictly about um, about you know, you know, wallet security and and like, you know, like keeping your keys for your kids and all that sort of stuff. But no one seems to even care about it. So oh wow, very cool. Yeah, no, it's it's true. It's a much smaller subsection. Okay, of, yeah. uh, you know, like you're going to get like, obviously, there's a lot of hardcore Bitcoiners and they want to talk about that. Um, yeah. But the majority. It's not as sexy. Sorry? It's not as sexy. No, it's not. It's definitely no. not as sexy. But I mean, to people, I, you know, to people like us, I, I mean, I personally find I find it somewhat sexy. It's definitely mm -hmm. cool. Um, but I can tell you for the people that we see on Twitter these days, you know, with like the, you know, like the, the crypto whoring, those, those people just, you know, they just need you to like and retweet and, yes. you know, follow them. So They're just uh, chasing, chasing dopamine. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, and, and I mean, you know, to some degree also when I see people like constantly, uh, retweet the, um, what do you call it? The, um, uh, the stock to flow ratio and stuff like that. I think that a lot of people, they don't really think, there's probably a lot of people who go, yeah, yeah, it makes all perfect sense. But I think a lot of people just go, ooh, means I'm going to get a million bucks. They're, they're addicted to the, to, the, to the sex of that too, you know? So. It, it is, I mean, look, you know, in the infamous words of, of, uh, of Aoi, um, you know, it's, it's hopium. And, yeah. and don't get me wrong, it's some good hopium. Um, yep. You know, like that, that is some good stuff. But it's I, I know exactly what you mean. I, I am also not a don't get me wrong. I'm not not a fan of hundred trillions work. I yes. don't have the mental capacity to do what he does with those numbers and yes. figure out all that fun stuff. I totally appreciate it. Yes. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, you're you know, we're looking at a model that is based on past performance and yes. it is always a confirmation of the here and now. And yes. where we would go based on that confirmation of here and now. So it is very educated guesswork. Um, mm. And I know a lot of people will hate me for saying that, but it is. Um, but at the same time, um, it is something that if you don't have a lot of confidence because you don't understand the tech yet, um, maybe that helps you hang on a little bit longer and learn a little bit more about it. You know, yeah, it maybe does keep people, it probably does keep people glued in, yes. Um, but I kind of like you come to a snap point where you flip from, you know, am I trying to gain a million dollars 
or am I just simply just trying to be someone with one Bitcoin or two Bitcoin or whatever like that and not worry about the dollars because the people who still say, I'm going to be a millionaire by that stage, they haven't quite got it yet, have they? They're, they're still trying to flip for cash. Yeah. See, that's... This is the flip. There needs to be a flip in a lot of these people's heads because a lot of them think, I'm just going to be fucking dirty rich. But it's not about being dirty rich. It's about it's about flipping into the new into the new way into the new money. It and that's exactly the point, uh, Sawala. You're you're touching on that's very important. It's that you know when when Bitcoin reaches a million bucks. Well, the point is is that we shouldn't be opting out of Bitcoin at no. that point. No, like that no, that is the, be, the whole we point. Be, we we need. Um, we need double barrel shotguns at that stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not look, I tell you I'm not looking forward to uh, if 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 hyper bitcoinization really does take take hold. Oh fuck. I'm lucky I'm in Australia because Australia is not not that bad. Um but in other countries I think it'd be bad. So that that's interesting. That's an interesting perspective. Uh you know, because to be honest, I, I never really thought I mean, okay, obviously, you know, we obviously talk about, you know, the $5 wrench attacks and everything like that. Yeah. But I never really thought of it as, you know, hyper Bitcoinization could be bad in the sense well, of because if it goes to those levels, the masses, you know how it goes, right? Everybody who thought the early adopters, you know, were lucky. And like, yes. let's be honest, for those people who have sat through the highs and the lows, you know that yes. it has nothing to do with luck. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had, I've, I've had, um, I've had a chat with uh, Bitcoin Tina before and and he 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 just tells me I'm just like I just need to just think it better better about it and, you know but I, I I see I see it that there will be a point in time where perhaps this becomes really utopian and everyone is like solvent and stuff like that but I think the transition's going to be bad. I personally. I agree. I I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I I'd like to believe maybe maybe Bitcoin will be the silent revolution, right? But I don't think <laughs> that the people. Um, will be silent once we get to that point. It, it may be yeah. the, the, you know, the, the moving into Bitcoin may be silent, but once mm. we get to that point or getting to that point that it may become, you know, it may become violent. Yeah, well, I've, um, I mean, I've been to plenty of uh, like second and second world countries or whatever like that, even a mate, um, uh has a girlfriend from i uh, sorry has a wife from brazil and over in brazil even when they're not in the favelas and stuff like that they'll have bars on their front window and one one garage door gate or something like that and people will still climb up over a glass wall you know a, a concrete wall with glass sticking on the top walk up over the roof and then get into bars to get in the back room to be able to go in and steal their stuff so you know, is that potentially something that's going to end up happening if we become, you know, the ones with all the Bitcoin? Yeah. Are we going to end up having to build a wall and then line a top of a concrete wall with glass shards to keep people away from us? I don't know. This is why everyone talks about the... Uh, the citadels. The citadels. Yep. Yeah. So what do you think of that? What do you think of the citadels? I'm I'm personally uh I wouldn't say necessarily that I'm a fan of it, but I definitely could see a dystopian future um, of citadels. Uh, I don't well, think that it's uh, implausible. Yeah, technically, we we, we are kind of if we're going back to something that's similar to like everyone carries around a, like a little a bag of gold or something like that. 
then we tech we technically are going back to something which is sort of like um, you know the days of castles and knights and stuff like that, perhaps. Um, so maybe building castles might be a good idea, but at the same time, when I think about Australia, I think I'd probably just go out to the outback somewhere, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so maybe go on, go on, get a nice, um, like you know, forty-acre property out in the middle of the country where no one knows where you are. Yeah, see, I think there's a lot of Bitcoiners that think like that and that are doing that. Um, I, I personally don't live in the city, so I completely understand. Um, yep. So actually. Um, on that, um, what do you what do you think about it? Like, would you actually want to live like the Citadel life, the one that like? Do you ever follow any of the conversations about it, or uh, or not really? Yeah, I sort of chuckle about it. I don't. <laughs> I, look, I think I think I think we're I think we're past the dark ages. <laughs> Just a um, little. We'll figure out we'll figure out smart ways of doing. It. I mean, you can hide this sort of stuff, whereas you can't hide gold. Gold sits in large sort of vaults or chests or something like right next to your um right next to your daughter which has got like 30 meter long um blonde hair you know what i mean so <laughs> that's like you know we're, we're past the days of uh of, of sword fights and 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 knights and stuff so all right so know. so maybe not the citadels maybe not the citadels we envision like this maybe they'll, huh. they'll be something but it won't be this maybe they'll be like yeah uh titanium walls with uh, security cameras that type of citadel. Maybe. <laughs> I, maybe. I mean, uh, I, um, I I work in an industry that's like pretty, that's probably going to have uh, some, some pretty big customers uh, that, uh, you know, are going to need that type of security one day. And I, I can, I can honestly say that the technology is definitely there to do some really crazy stuff. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's pretty scary. Yeah. Uh, look, I don't, I don't really think I have an opinion much on it. Uh, we'll just see. We'll see. Hopefully, it's not going to be bad. But I, I, as I said, I, I feel I feel okay being Australia because Australia is pretty relaxed. So, um, just a, a change of topic because there's something I've been meaning to ask you from the beginning. Um, what does Sawala mean? <laughs> is it just some made up sound or? Um, okay. It... <laughs> well, one of my first one of my first um, places I worked at. I um I had a uh, there was there was a there was a um, one of the receptionist ladies um she used to come out uh, and talk to me and it just popped into her head one day she she called me the the full name which I won't just display here because obviously um I've erased that from my history now but uh but she gave me this she gave me this full name and it, it just popped into her head and she just kept on calling at me calling me that for about two or three years and interesting yeah i don't know when i um when i went to go and create a twitter account that was what i turned it into and as i just got bigger i guess people just started to see it i guess i love it i don't know it's just so it's uh, it's a strange one it is i've had to i've had to change the spelling a few times because people um, pronounce it wrong so whenever i hear people say it wrong i alter the spelling just a little bit better and then it does sound like what they're actually supposed to sound like so am I even close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swala. Swala. All right. Yeah, people were calling me Swala. And I'm like, what? What? Like swallow? Like swallow food? No, it's not swallow food. It's like Swala. No, it's Swala. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking awesome. But don't I know mean, what it yeah, means. As, but 
it has no connection to my real name at all. Um, it's it's a nickname that 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 receptionist just gave it to me, and she just kept on shouting it every single time she saw me. So that's awesome. I don't know. I just, I, I find all of that fun, you know, like everybody, like people that choose all these different, you know, these different acronyms or these different names. And it's just, yeah. it, it's super fun, you know? What does Coin Icarus mean? Uh, so it's actually, you know what? Um, I, I didn't want to use the word Bitcoin and I didn't want to use the word crypto. And I've always been a huge fan of uh, like, I'm always, I, I've always been a huge fan of uh, mysticism and, you know, philosophy and stuff. So for me, Icar yeah. Icarus right which was the messenger to the gods who you know yep. flew too close to the sun and burned his yep. wings um so i liked him and uh just thought he was cool and i just i figured all right coin icarus coin. you know that that's why yeah. i just figured i would a, use that and so it's like a coin messenger in a way yes yes you know? because there is, there is a lot a lot of people who have like there's a lot of people in the space who have got their name as either bit something <laughs> or satoshi something and i tell you what they need to go out there and get a nice name like like us too you know just really original just so <laughs> far original. out there that you just you know because if if you're just a bit person or if you're just a satoshi a some, someone, people aren't going to remember you because you're because there's so many satoshis you know uh names out there but but if you've got a name like queen icarus or you got a name like swallow or something like that it's very 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 out there I, I'm sorry, I had to write that down because that that is so fantastic. If if you're just how so sorry, I had to write that down. If you're just a bit person, people aren't going to remember you. Well, that, like, there, yeah, that's like fantastic. The, saying, there's too many bits. There's too many bits out there, and there's too many Satoshi names out there. So it's true. Yeah. It, it's true. Um, I, I definitely agree. I'm there's definitely too many. You know. Yep. And it is. Uh, it's pretty funny stuff. But yeah, I can tell you this, a lot of people have, uh, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but at least three people have, um, have come to me and said every time they read my name, they think it says coronavirus. So oh. that's pretty bad. Uh, that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't work in my favor. Um, but it's definitely memorable. Uh, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's that aspect of it. I was actually going to ask, and I, thought, I think I did ask in the DMs, am I meant to wear my PPE mask during this? Because we're... We're on mandates over the here, and, and I'm talking socially here, so I should have had my mask on. This is true. We should have had our masks on this whole time. I know. I mean, <laughs> you're probably getting a little bit of my corona just from you know, New York to Australia here. So what's going oh, on? Oh, man, vice versa. We're just, <laughs> we're just spreading it right through the mic. Oh, fucking hell. It's brutal. Yeah, I, yeah. I try to, I mean. Don't, all over my screen. I, I don't know about you, but I, I find, um, you know, I, I find all the all the news confusing. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but here in the States, it all it all depends on what political party the, the news station is paid by. And that'll depend okay. on the type of news you see. It's some of the scariest shit in the world. Yeah. Now, I I I think uh, I think most Australian media is all in the same um, pathway, um, except for maybe Sky News. Every, everything in Australia is all telling the same narrative, but. I, I, I kind of think think about you guys it must struggle because over there you've got your CNNs and you've got your Foxes and they are polar opposite. So it must be really, really, really difficult to figure out what's truly going on. But our media always just feeds us the same crap. But I, I think a lot of our media is pretty honest, but there's a lot of, but at the moment I, I still think that we're all getting scared 
we're getting there's a lot of fear factor right now yeah there is there's a lot of fear there's a lot of unknown and like there's a lot of like this differing of opinion which creates this confusion and then people like I, i never i never thought that the idea of wearing a mask would become a political thing like, I never yeah. thought that I would see the politicization of yep. wearing a mask. And here we are today, you know, like where this is like a fucking problem. And you've got these people who are like out there and they're like, yeah, you know, I'm going to show the world I'm not going to wear a mask. And like and, yeah. and, then, and you actively make a point of, you know, going into a store and starting a fight with a person who's forcing you to wear a mask. Like, it's like, listen, I totally get it. But it's like it's just not the hill to die on like this. Yeah. Th- this is not the moment. Like, I mean, really? You know, like, you think this is the freedom that you, you really need to, like, uphold? Yeah, I, don't, well, I don't know. I just think, like, I don't know. It's tough. It's it's really, really tough. Yeah, it, it didn't it didn't quite need to go this way because I am, um, look, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's plenty. I mean, even Vlad is suspecting that he's a bit sick right now. I mean, I, mean, I kind of, yeah, I do believe it. I do believe it exists, perhaps. Yeah, I believe it certainly exists. It's taken a few people down, all that sort of stuff. And I mean, I did throw a mask on back in like maybe April or something like that when there was a yep. little bit going around. So I did it willingly. The, um, the, I volunteered. And I mean, I even Same. have a bucket head. I even had a bucket head. I mean, technically, I I didn't <laughs> want to go to the supermarkets in my, my bucket head, um, even though um, uh, Pumpkin Toshi told me I should. Of, I agree. Of, of Platypus, Platypus, um, Platypus told me to go through the shopping center, but... I felt that if I got on CTT camera, um, someone would say there was some strange person with a bucket walking through the supermarket down in yada yada town and yada yada supermarket, and I'd be like, oh fuck, it just docks me. I dock, docks docks where I live. But um, but no, but I um look, I, I feel that uh, you know if they recommend that you go out there and do it, fine, go ahead and do it. It's it's, it's potentially smart. You know, you could be saving a lot of people. But then for them to say that you'll go out there and get fined, I think is just pushing it. Look, we all they needed to say was like we recommend that everyone wears it as where possible. And then and it would have been fine. Yeah. Do I oh yeah, I do actually. I do agree with that. I, I think that um I, I think that a big part of the problem is is the way that it's being framed. So I I do, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And to your point, I just wanted to add, uh, you know, like I was also, I was also wearing a mask way before they were telling anybody to wear a mask. And not Mm. that that's anything to be proud of, but I'm saying that in the sense of, you know, I was listening to whatever I was listening to on Twitter and, you know, like certain groups. And this information was coming out way before the mainstream media was talking about coronavirus. And I'm like... like we we, we were, were we were seeing people like getting like dragged away in China, right? Like, and it was like um, way but, before anybody was hearing shit. Yeah, everyone on Facebook was like, "Oh, sorry, what's happening in China?" But we were seeing people like getting dragged out of their house in China. So we we would have thought, okay, you know, it's time to certainly mask up. Let's talk, let's think about what you know the borders are going to mean and stuff like that. But but everyone's like, "Oh, I'll just let people just fly into our country and don't worry about it." And I don't know. At the same time, it was there was a couple of aeroplanes flying in from um, in from Beijing to America and to Australia, bringing masks. I'm like, I don't think I want them here. I think I'd like them to fly them back. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't you think that? Would you think that this is the right time to be receiving it? Stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's. 
I mean, look, don't get me wrong. There's there's a lot of coincidences, and I hate the term conspiracy theory, right? Because that is created on purpose in order to incite doubt yeah. and confusion. Yeah. So we know it's, you know, conspiracy theory itself is a bullshit term. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's just... You have these alignment of events, and you have these things that are happening, and they're all happening in a specific sequence, coincidentally... Yeah. It's just, yeah. it, you know, it, it's like, you don't want to sound like a nut, but like, you know, we all start to sound like nuts. I think we are all starting to sound like <laughs> nuts just for being truthful. Yeah. Anyway, I think we should change topic because we've probably lost half, half of our, our listeners. Oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. We're, no, we're I mean, just yeah, the we'll, shit, man. We'll talk, we'll, let's talk about some Bitcoin. No worries. Um, Come on back. So, so I think that... um. So I'm hoping that everyone liked the poster I went and made for everyone. Um, I I went out there and did that too because I really wanted to I wanted to sort of give that as a gift to everyone in who, who was who was like mostly Bitcoin and stuff like that because because obviously I'm, I'm friends with uh, Mr. Anderson. Um, well, yeah, I'm obviously follow him. We follow each other. And he went and brought out the uh, the crypto Twitter one, and I thought that's awesome. I want to be on it and stuff like that. And also, I noticed I, did, I went and did I went and collected all the huddle knot faces and jammed them all together on one big um, poster as well. Uh, because remember when everyone changed to huddle knot um, for a few weeks? Yep. I jammed all that together, and then I saw um, that the bloody XRP guys have got a poster which had a thousand people all stuck on there. Uh, I love what uh, I love what BTC Sessions um, uh, Ben Sh- um, Sharon said. Um, he said, "Oh, that's all XRP bots." Which I thought was hilarious. But I thought, shit, these guys got a thousand a thousand people on their poster. I'm thinking, Bitcoin needs one now, like now. We can't we can't go any further without it. Um, and I mean, I had lots of people say. Oh, you know, remove this person. There, she kind of. I'm like, oh shit. You know, I can't please everyone. I just can't please everyone. There, there was there was plenty of people on there who were like, you know, majority Bitcoin and stuff like that. And but they were still getting torn down by by people who were purists and I'd never heard of before. I was like, I don't even know who you are. So, you know, who are you to judge someone who's been in since 2011? I just don't fucking know. It's tough. Um, and by the way, send me a link to. Uh, I think you put that out in a tweet. Uh, if you could send me, yes. a, if you could send me a link to it, so we could add it to the show notes. Yes. Well, there is um there is a tweet, but uh, the best way to go is to um is to Bitcoin Jake's um all about BTC dot com. So on there, yeah. So if you go to if you go to Bitcoin Jake 09s um website, you can actually download um four different versions. So you can oh, download cool. One. That you can download one which is about maybe um, that size of your computer screen. You can download one which is probably the size of a, like a large sort of print, like a big, big, big blueprint or something like. That. And then you can download one which is four meters wide. So definitely, uh, definitely send me that link so we could add it to the show yeah. notes because uh, I am sure the listeners will want to get that. That's very cool. Um, yeah, and for free, it's out there. And that XRP guy was wanting to charge like people eighty bucks for 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 a digital copy. Well, of course, because like that. that's it's you know you don't expect much from shitcoiners, <laughs> especially not the XRP, especially not the XRP bot army, you know. Yes, can't expect much from them. Yes. Um, so 
you know, before we uh, before we wrap up, do you have any uh, any final thoughts? Anything you want to leave with the with the listeners? Um, I don't know. I I, I so I believe um, I believe people need to keep it simple. Um, they need to, you know, the best way to avoid um, you know paying tax in this thing is to not trade. So just simply buy and stop and just don't sell. Um, that's my best best advice because there are far me to people people who are out there going leverage and all that sort of stuff. But realistically, if you even if you profit, you're going to have to pay your capital gains on that shit anyway. So why not just simply buy and just never sell? Much better. And uh, yeah, keep it simple. Just just um, send everything to a wallet. Uh, maybe spread your wallets out. So I wouldn't go and put your entire um, stack in one wallet because if they steal that, they've got everything. Um, that's my best advice. Very cool. Very cool. That's about so, it. Very cool, man. Sawala, so, thank you very much for coming on my pod. I really appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me. This is, uh, this is my first one. So let's hope there's more to come. Yeah, man. I well, you know what? I'm honored and absolutely proud that uh, that you chose to come on my podcast and for us to have a nice I'm honored chat. that I came in. So we're both honored. Sweet. <laughs> Cheers. Sweet. Uh, see you later. Later. Hope everybody enjoyed our little chat. Um, look for Sawala's contact details in the show notes. And of course, um, if you want to reach me on Telegram or Twitter, I'm at Coin Icarus. If you want to shoot me an email, I am Coin Icarus at funwithbitcoin.com. Thank you all for listening and catch you all next time.